What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Surfing the Stream, where every week we are on a quest to find out what is the greatest movie of all time. I am Matt Primo, and today I am reviewing The Mummy. Not The Mummy from like the 1930s or the 40s or 50s or whatever. No, I'm talking about The Mummy from the 90s with Brendan Fraser, the the really good one, okay? I absolutely love the first two Mummy movies. I've only seen the third Mummy movie like once in my lifetime, and I remember it not being nearly as good as the other two, but uh, yeah, we're going to do this quick little series, so over the next few weeks, I will be reviewing all three of the Brandon Fraser Mummy movies as a part of the Mummy trilogy, uh, so I'm super excited to jump back into this trilogy. It is a trilogy that, that I, or let me rephrase that, it is a series, the first two movies specifically, not the third one, I, I watched the first two movies every couple of years and I have so much fun with it. I absolutely love these movies just because of how cheesy and how how just how they don't take themselves seriously and it's just so much fun these movies are. And I watched them as a kid growing up and I loved them then and I still love them now. Uh not to spoil my review, but uh yeah, I'm super excited to jump into this series. But before we do today's episode or the review I should say, if you like what we're doing here and you want to consider supporting us, then go to patreon.com slash two game. That is the number two. Support us at any of those tiers and you get access to a whole bunch of different content. You get access to our Discord channel. You get access to exclusive podcasts and uh, episode segments, whatever. Uh, in fact, coming up in April, since we hit our first Patreon goal, all right, I'm going to be the first to announce it to you guys. We are doing a drunken review of Dragon Ball Evolution. It is going to be absolutely epic. We are going to be doing drunken Kamehameha waves on the podcast, and the only way you can get that episode is by going to patreon.com slash two game. Again, support any of those tiers, and you get access to that exclusive drunken review of that movie. We are going to be doing a, dr- a drinking game throughout the course of the entire movie, and then as soon as we finish watching that movie, we are going to jump into the review, and hopefully we will be completely wasted by then. Uh, I would I would assume so if we're doing a drinking if we're doing a drinking game with the movie. Uh, so it should be a lot of fun. That's coming up in April. Uh, highly recommend going to uh, Patreon.com/slash/twogame and again support us at any of those tiers, and then you get to to witness that review in all of its gloriousness. But shout out to our twenty dollars tier supporters. Carmen Paradixio, Eric Hernandez, Sharon Petrie, Lindsay Humble, Michael King, Casey Pye, Christina Lambeau, and Brian slash Corey Costa. We appreciate y'all supporting us each and every month at that $20 tier. Without y'all, we would not be able to do this, so thank you so much. Well, guys, without further ado, let's jump into The Mummy. So, at an archaeological dig in the ancient city of Hamanatra, an American accidentally awakens a mummy who begins to wreak havoc as he searches for the reincarnation of his long-lost love. This movie is directed by Steven Somers, who I'm looking at some of his movies, and guys, he's got a couple of bangers out there, okay? Uh, maybe not G.I. Joe's Rise of the Cobra. Uh, I don't remember that movie too well, but I remember it not being that great. Uh, he directed Van Helsing, which, again, I haven't seen that movie in a very long time, but I remember loving that movie as a kid. So it'd be interesting to dive into that movie uh, maybe after the series. 
Uh, then he directed the sequel to The Mummy, The Mummy Returns. And then he also directed The Jungle Book, the live action from the 90s. Uh, guys, I saw that movie in theaters when I was a kid. 100% absolutely loved that version of The Jungle Book. Absolutely loved it. I'm curious to know if that movie still holds up today. I would doubt it, but let me tell you. One of my all-time favorite movies growing up was The Jungle Book, the live-action version. It was so, so good. Uh, this movie had a budget of $80 million, and it grossed worldwide $415.9 million. That's 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 actually pretty good from the 90s. It stars Brendan Fraser, Rachel Weisz, uh, John Hanna, and it has a runtime of 2 hours and 4 minutes. And it was released May 7th, 1999. According to Rachel Wise, uh, Brendan Fraser stopped breathing and had to be resuscitated after uh, filming the hanging scene at the, the towards the beginning of the movie. Uh, the library disaster was done in one take because if they did not do it in one take, it was going to take all day to reset that library the way it originally was. The crew could not shoot in Egypt because of the unstable political conditions at the time. And $15 million of this $80 million budget was spent on special effects. So jumping into my general impressions, I've kind of alluded to it up to this point. I mean, you kind of already know how I feel about this movie. I, I love this movie. I, I, I watched it so much growing up. It was one of those movies that I just had on repeat. I would watch you know, a couple of times a week, maybe maybe even more than that. I absolutely loved both of these uh, first two movies. Again, I haven't seen the third one in a very, very long time, not since it was in theaters, because I worked at the theater at the time that it came out. Wow, that's absolutely crazy. It, it, that movie feels so old, like it came out before anything in my life ever happened. But no, it was actually, it came out in theaters. But yeah, uh, the first two movies, absolutely freaking love them. And going back into this movie and going at it with a critical eye, I've kind of noticed things about it that I guess I didn't realize when I was younger. And again, I, I watch these movies every, I don't know, two or three years. I, I get a little little knack to, to watch them and whatnot. But I kind of just sit there and just enjoy it for what it is. And ever since doing reviews, ever since starting this podcast, I've my opinion on these older movies have really changed. And it's not because I don't enjoy them. Most of the time, I do enjoy them. But it's like I pick up on the nuances and the uh, the cheesiness of said movies. And it makes me appreciate them more. And it's like, I can't believe this movie was as cheesy as it is. And guys, The Mummy is so freaking cheesy. It's, it's not even funny. It's really not. I, I don't think I ever realized just how how cheesy this movie is. You could put this in the same category as the Ninja Turtle movies from the 90s. Like, put it in that category, and guys, I gotta tell you, I, I love cheese in my movies, especially when they don't take themselves too seriously. And there's this fine line. There's a fine line between taking yourself too seriously and it just being completely terrible. Or you could have this movie that, again, you kind of go in with this lighthearted feel. We're not going to take ourselves too seriously, but we're just going to make a dang good movie. And that's what Ninja Trolls did, and that's what The Mummy is doing here. They're just making exciting, action-packed movies that are just entertaining and enjoyable from beginning to end. And they give you characters that you actually really like. And that's that's something that 
few movies can do when they lean into that that cheese factor. Like I said, it's a very thin line that not a whole lot of movies succeed in pulling off. But when they do, it's 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 not mesmerizing. That's not really the word I want to use. Uh, amazing, for lack of a better word, would be a uh, a word that I would use. So this movie, all in all, the best way I can describe it is it is a cheesy Indiana Jones movie meets like one of those universal horror type movies from the 30s to the 50s and whatnot. Uh, so, so yeah, I think that's the main thing that I can say about the movie is the cheese factor is dialed up to a 10. And I, I never picked up on it, even watching it in my adult years, because, again, I watch it every couple of years, and it wasn't until I, I did this review that I'm kind of like, hey, this movie is super, super cheesy. Uh, the beginning where it explains the curse of Imhotep Guys, that I, I'm re-listening to that, and I'm just like, this is this is atrociously bad, but it's fantastic at the exact same time. Uh, it just it, it works. I don't know how it works, but it works, and that is the course of the entire movie. There's there's characters that know things about things that they should not know, but you know what? I don't care because I love these characters. I love this ridiculous story. I love the ridiculous effects. I mean, let's be honest. The effects in some scenes don't look that great. Okay? They look pretty bad. They look like they would be in there with the uh, the Mortal Kombat Annihilation type special effects. That's a huge, huge negative towards this movie. I understand that if you compare it to Annihilation. But I- I'm being a little facetious. I'm being a little exaggerating on that end. Uh, throwing a little hyperbole, uh, but yeah, it, it, the the special effects at times can be pretty bad, but at other times the effects can be really really great uh, when they combine them with practical effects and whatnot. I think they do a really great job in that in that whole department, especially Imhotep and showing his like mummified version, his skeleton and whatnot. That looks so dang creepy and awesome and also cheesy, all in like one little concoction that is it's fantastic fantastic absolutely now you thinking is this movie horror is it not because that is the biggest thing because it's technically horror because it is a a remake of the quote-unquote mummy movies from the uh, this was from the 30s 40s 50s whatever so technically it is a universal monster movie so it has those horror vibes throughout and there are times when it it feels horror-y, right? It sounds really weird when I say that out loud, but you get my point. It, it feels like that at times, but for the most part, this feels like an action-adventure movie. Uh, yeah, there are some horror themes kind of woven in through the story and with the characters and how they, uh, how Imhotep kind of chases them down like he's a serial killer and whatnot. Yes, the, the horror vibes are there, but I would classify this movie as action-adventure before I ever classify it as a horror movie and kind of leaning back into the other direction with uh with the characters that i mentioned a minute ago guys the only way that this movie can work is if you nail the characters yes you are having this over the top super exaggerated story that is super unbelievable you gotta have characters to fall in love with and let me tell you i love 
all of these characters. And that's what they nail more than anything is making me care for the characters. Even even Benny, who is just a complete jerk throughout the entire movie. He's an idiot, but he's a jerk at the same time. Always kind of backstabbing uh, Brendan Fraser's character, uh, O'Connell. Even Benny, I, I really enjoy I love it when he's on scene. I love the banter between him and O'Connell throughout the entire movie. And, and O'Connell, Brendan Fraser did such a fantastic job in this role. A fantastic job. When I think Brendan Fraser, I think The Mummy. Because he absolutely nailed his role in this movie. He nailed his performance. It's a character that 100% does not take itself seriously. He adds enough charisma, enough, enough humor into the role while also being this action star at the same time that it 100% works for me. And then you have Rachel Wise's character, Evie, who is kind of this lighthearted. She's not ditzy because she's very smart, but she plays it very airy, I guess you could say. She's very... I, I don't even know the word I would use to describe her performance, but it's so it's so uh, contagious, like the way that she's acting in this uh, particular role that it just kind of feeds off ever, everybody else. And then her relationship with Brendan Fraser, that that connection, that chemistry, is just so palpable throughout the entire movie that it's just like it's hard not to fall in love with these characters, and they just all act very, very well with each other. It's very rare that you can find a movie where all the actors, all the actresses, just jive so well together, and I think all of them do. And I think that's, I think that's a a credit to them for not taking this movie too seriously. I think they're just all having fun doing this and nobody looks like they're just phoning in their performance they all look like they're having a great time and just taking it for for what it is and to me that's where they hit the home run at before you even get to the story before you even get to the effects and the dialogue and the writing and all that you've got to nail that chemistry you got to nail those 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 characters and the the way you develop them over the course of the entire movie and 100 percent they nailed that and to me, that's where the movie really shines. You got the dialogue, you got the writing, which at times is not very good. Uh, at other times, it's okay. But guys, this is a 90s movie through and through. So you're going to have that terrible 90s writing, that terrible 90s dialogue. This movie is not exempt from it, I promise you. But yeah, if there were if there were a couple of things that I would say is it makes this movie stand out above anything else would be the cheese factor and the fact that you care about these characters uh, more than anything in this movie. It is one of the things that probably ruined Tom Cruise's movie, The Mummy. Uh, it's probably because they took themselves too seriously in that movie. I mean, is Tom Cruise, like, not serious in any role? I mean, he's serious in just about every single role that he plays. So, eh, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think that's... I, that's probably the reason why The Last Mummy did not succeed very well. And I, I'm telling you, I probably should re-watch that movie as a part of this little series uh, just to kind of get a feel for that because I watched it when it first came out and I remember it being eh, but not not good. So it'd be interesting to re-watch it after watching these three movies. Maybe I review it, maybe I don't, I don't know. But ultimately, I love this movie. I think it's one of the best action-adventure movies uh, in the 90s, if not all time. I think they do a great blend of the horror and the action-slash-adventure 
uh, to make a, a very interesting movie, a very entertaining movie at that. And honestly, do you ask for anything else? You just want to be entertained. Okay? And this movie 100% is entertaining from beginning to end. There's no lull in it. There's no slow spots. The pacing is great. It's 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 an adventure. Okay? And I don't mean that in terms of it's an adventure movie. I'm saying the experience is an adventure. You just, you're just you there for the ride and you enjoy every single minute of it. Uh, I give the movie four and a half stars. Uh, I think it's I think it's absolutely fantastic. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, I bought it. I want to say it's on sale right now on Vudu and whatnot. I don't know the price off the top of my head. Uh, but the movie is from the 90s, okay? So right then and there, y'all know my thing about movies being several years old. I think if you can get the trilogy, get the trilogy now, and if you get the trilogy for like 20, 25 bucks, that would be perfect. You're getting three movies, 20 bucks, 25 bucks. That, that'd be right around the price that that'd be the most that I'd pay. Uh, I think you're looking at about 15 to 20 dollars uh, for all three movies just for them being several several years old at this point. But guys, I would pay 20 dollars for this series. It is is that entertaining it is that good? And if you have not seen these movies, you need to stop this review right now and go watch them right now because you are missing out on some of the best movies that came out in the late 90s and early 2000s uh, in the Mummy series. They're just they're just super entertaining. Now, kind of turn your brain off a little bit and just kind of go with the flow. Just be entertained. And they're not like so bad they're good kind of movies. No, they're actually good movies. They just insert cheese in there and don't take themselves too seriously. So just know what you're going to get when you go when you go watch it. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be it from me. I appreciate y'all joining me on this review for The Mummy. Next week, The Mummy Returns. Uh, I'm, I'm curious. I think off the top of my head, probably they go in descending order and how good they are. But I, I love The Mummy Returns too. So I'm curious to know, after going at it with a critical eye, if I end up enjoying it more or if I enjoy it less than this one. Be interesting to see. Uh, but y'all stay tuned for that review. I will catch y'all next week on another one. Laters.